0: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. Today, guys, I'm going to be talking about something that has just kind of rubbed me wrong. Um, You know, this week, I've heard on two separate occasions, individuals talking about what they deserve. Deserve in the sense of like, hey, these are like really good, nice things or items or a life that I deserve because of who I am. And I'm just like, ooh, as a Christian and as a follower of Christ, when I hear that, I kind of cringe a little bit because I know that as a follower of Christ, I don't deserve much. Right? Like, really, if I deserve anything, I deserve death. I deserve hell because I'm a sinful human being. You know, Romans 3.23 makes it very clear. It says, For all have sinned, everyone, everyone, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. all humans, of course. Now, Jesus, you know, he lived the perfect life, but he was also fully God as well as fully human. But other than that, everybody else, we're sinful. We've made mistakes. We have fallen short. And what does that mean? If we've sinned, which it's clear. I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody out there would, would say that they've never sinned. They've never told a lie. They've never taken something that didn't belong to them. They've never done anything bad, right? Like we've all done bad things. So what is the result of that? Well, if you look at Romans six twenty three, it says, For the wages of sin is death. I'm going to read you another uh, version. This is the easy to read. It says, When people sin, they earn what sin pays, which is death. When people sin, they earn what sin pays, right? So just like if you have a job and you go do your job, you're going to earn what that job pays, right? Like if, if you know you're getting paid minimum wage, well, that's what you're going to get paid. If you know you're going to get paid you know, $10 an hour, then that's what you're going to get paid. So it says when people sin, they earn what sin pays. And sin is clear. It pays death. It pays death. So if we've sinned, then that means we earn death. We've earned that, right? Like that's the wages. That's the result of the sin in our life. The wages of sin is death. We've sinned. We've fallen short. So technically that is what we deserve, we have a perfect holy God that created us. That's given us life. And he says, I've given you life. And I want you to follow me. I want you to, to, to obey my commands. And we as humans, we continue to fall short. Now, it'd be one thing if we only sin one time in our life. You know, perhaps God would say, okay, well, look, that was just once. I, I you know, give you one pass. But then after that, you're done. But no. <laughs> No, we always sin. Like every day we probably are sinning. I, I really don't know. There may have been a few days where perhaps we didn't do something, right? Didn't have some kind of you know, bad thought or evil intention or, or something where there was some disobedience in there or impure thoughts. So if we continue to sin, and again, we don't have to continue to sin. Just the fact that we sin once is the separation from God, right? So if we have a holy, pure God, which we do, he cannot be in the presence of something that has sinned, sinful humans. So that's the big dilemma, right? So if if we have this holy, perfect God and He creates us, how do we enter in a relationship with Him? Well, that's why Jesus came and lived the perfect life, because He was the sacrifice for our sins. So He went to the cross. So He died for us so that that sin that that I did and that sin that you do and that we continue to do, it can now be forgiven if we claim God as the one true God and we claim Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, saying that we recognize Him, that He lived a perfect life, that He died on the cross for our sins, and then He conquered death by raising from the dead, then that means we are now believers. We are now followers of Christ. And now when Christ sees us, when God sees us, He no longer sees us as sinful humans. He sees us as righteous. He sees us as perfect because of the blood that Jesus shed to cleanse our sin. So if we go back to what we deserve, do we deserve that? Do we deserve Jesus to die a painful death on the cross for us? And I hope nobody's saying, yes, I deserve that. And we do not deserve that. Like how many times have you ejected him? How many times have you done something bad? Probably a lot, because I know I have. We don't deserve that. But thankfully, Christ gave that to us. He gave us the opportunity to be into a relationship with him, to have everlasting life. But we certainly didn't earn it. We certainly don't deserve it. And so when I heard, again, there's two individuals. One was talking about a house, okay? He, he built this uh, incredible house and he worked a long time in, in building it and designing it. And even before that, he is uh, an investor, you know, earning this money and making this money to be able to afford to, to build it, the materials, the cost, the labor. And now he's in financial trouble and he's losing the house possibly. And he was on this rant about how he deserves this house. He deserves it, man. I deserve that house. All the time that I've spent working on this and doing this and and investing and I made all this money, you know, I deserve that. I deserve to live in that house. I deserve that house. I was like, Ooh, I mean, I get it man, I get it that you worked hard. I get it you earned money and that you spent your own money on that house uh, to get it to the point where it is, but yet you still have bank loans. So you you owe them money and they're wanting their money. So technically they are the, really the owners of that house and they can take that back. They can foreclose on you. So do you really deserve it? Now, it'd be one thing if, if maybe you flat out owned it and, you know, someone was coming and taking it away from you for no, no reason. But even then, I mean, like, I, I don't know, man, I cringe when I hear that word deserve, like what I deserve in the context of you, you deserve some kind of blessing or some kind of good stuff because I, I think, man, we don't deserve life like what did we do to even earn life like god has given us a gift of life like we didn't do anything to do to to do to earn you know like that was just a gift and you know for for people to be so entitled you know and it's, it's not just him it's there's so many people that i constantly hear uh, that they deserve certain things and they they have the right to certain things. And I'm like, man, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that makes, again, makes me kind of cringe a little bit because I I know what I deserve and I know what the rest of this world deserves. We're not good people. We're not, I mean, we're good maybe compared to some people, but you know what we are compared to God? We're filthy rags. That's what it says in Isaiah Chapter 64, verses 6. It says, all of us are dirty with sin. Again, we just talked about Romans 3.23 saying that we've all sinned. And, And here's Isaiah saying, all of us are dirty with sin. All the right things that we've done are like filthy pieces of cloth. Think of a dirty, nasty piece of cloth. You know, it's just got dirt, mud, grime, maybe blood, sweat, stain on it. That's what our good deeds are like. And here's another. Um, this is the message. We're all sin-infected, sin-contaminated. Our best efforts are grease-stained rags. So all you people that have worked on cars, you mechanics, have you ever messed with grease? It's It's messy. It's, it gets on you. It's hard to get off. Uh, it's usually black and, and, man, it it stains or it can stain. It's difficult to get out. And that's what that version is saying. It's like grease stained rags. That's what our good deeds are, not our bad deeds. That's what our good deeds are compared to a holy, perfect God. So anytime we think that we're good and we deserve something, man, this This passage pops in my mind, and I just think about this, man, like even my best efforts, even my good days, my best days are still like filthy rags, still like grease, dirty, muddy, bloody, sweat-stained rags compared to God and His goodness. So we're not good. Maybe we're good compared to the evil people that we tend to compare ourselves to, but not compared to God. And another person that I heard talking about deserving, uh, they were talking about people and maybe being content in in the lives that they have where they're unhappy, which I know is kind of weird to say. You're content, but you're unhappy. You know, not living to your fullest, okay? So you're just kind of going through life, you know, not really happy, not really doing what you want to be doing or, or, or living your best life, you know, as a lot of people say. Um, but you're just kind of content, right? You're just kind of settling there. And or maybe just kind of giving up is maybe a better word. You're not really content, but you're not going to do anything about it. You're just kind of there. And he was saying, man, go get the life you deserve. <laughs> And I was like, oh, I don't think we want the life we deserve, uh, because that would be hell, right? That would be bad. Uh, but no, I mean, I understand this this guy. I mean, I think he comes from a good place. But what he was kind of saying is like, you know, you got to go out there and work and push and, and, you know, achieve more and not just give up and not just be content with Maybe the unhappy life that you're living, like go, go do something else. But I didn't like the fact that he was using, go get the life you deserve. Cause I was like, Ooh, you, you know, that whole entitlement and, ah, uh, I don't, you know, I think that's a big problem with our world today. And that's, that's another tangent I could get off on is just all these people that feel they're entitled. They're entitled to all this stuff. And they've never done anything to deserve it, to earn it. Again, not that you earn or deserve salvation, because we don't. We can't do that. But, you know, going back to that guy with the house, okay, at least he went out and he invested and he worked hard for his money and he made a lot of money. And then he worked hard on his house, you know, building that house. Uh, So at least I give him credit that he was actually working and that was where he felt that he was entitled to it because of all his work and effort. Whereas there's a lot of people out there that they feel they may say they deserve that house and they haven't even lifted a finger. They've never even worked for, for any of the money that went into it. So there's a lot of people that are entitled in today's world. And that, that's, that's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like that. I mean, yes, you need to go out and earn it, work hard, do what you can. But even still thinking that you're entitled to something, mm, I don't I don't like that. I don't like the word entitled, or the word deserving. What I like to do when I look at things like this is I'll say, you know what? Thank you, God, for giving me the opportunity, the skill set, or the uh, ability to work hard, right? Giving me that opportunity and kind of giving Him the blessing and thanking Him for any blessing that I receive, because again, what do we really deserve? And, and I could be the, you know, a great human being and I could give to charity every day, every cent that I have, and I could work for free and volunteer my whole life and, and you know, witness for Jesus all day long. And I would still never deserve a great, wonderful life with no misery, no pain, no suffering, and just nothing but riches and fame and fortune and power, right? Like that, that's not how it works. God will, I believe, honor those things if I were to live a life like that. But it's not that he, it's not that I deserve it. You know, it's that he's blessing my actions, maybe because of where my heart is and what my mentality is and what, you know, I'm trying to do as far as glorifying him, but that may also come in the afterlife. It may not come in this current world because what we deserve in this world, again, is not much, right? So, so be very careful. This was really probably more of a, of a rant than a true maybe message today. Just, I heard that twice this week and I was like, oh, it just rubbing me the wrong way. So be careful, about you using those words. I deserve this or I deserve that. And I know I hear, you know, even my kids sometimes will say, I deserve to get this or I deserve to get that. And and it's, you know, they're, they're using it in a lighthearted sense. I mean, they're not really, I think, believing that they truly deserve something. It's more of, you know, hey, I earned this or I earned that. So be very careful about using those words, deserving, and also Think about the perspective of life, okay? Sure, there's going to be times in your life when you maybe you're comparing yourselves to somebody else or you're seeing other things or other people seem to be getting all these blessings or all these great things and you could say, man, you know, I'm I'm stuck over here and I have nothing but pain and sorrow or sadness or loneliness or, or struggling constantly. Man, I I would love to have what they have and maybe even start getting this entitlement and this sense of I deserve because I'm working and I'm doing a good job. I'm doing good deeds. Be careful about our perspective, right? God will bless the evil. You know, he, he gives grace not to just people that deserve it. Remember, because you don't earn grace. He gives grace to a lot of people, and he'll give blessings to a lot of people um, just because it's God. The fact that we have life is a huge gift. The fact that we have the opportunity to be in a relationship with our Creator is a huge gift. The fact that our Savior died on the cross for me and for you so that you don't have to go to hell is a huge gift. We did nothing to deserve it. We'll never do enough good deeds to to repay that. We can never do that. That is a gift. That is grace. Thank you, God, that you don't give me what I deserve because I know what I deserve. I deserve eternal separation from you in hell. And that is that's an awful thought. But ultimately, that's, that's really what I deserve. And I would consider myself a pretty good person, you're right, compared to, to evil bad people. But that's what I deserve. And that's what you deserve. So be very careful about saying what you deserve and what you're entitled to. Um, That's what the world, that's what society likes to promote. Oh, we deserve this. We deserve better. We're entitled to all these great, wonderful things. Eh, probably not, right? So be careful about your thought process. Change your perspective. Be grateful and thankful for the blessings that you have. And even if you say, I don't have any of that, you have life, and you have the opportunity for everlasting life in eternity with God. No pain, no suffering. That's an amazing afterlife. You have the opportunity for that. It's just accepting Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Now, go out there be grateful. Be thankful. Stop being entitled. Stop saying you deserve this and that. Be thankful for what you have. Be grateful. Every day when you wake up, be grateful that you have another day. Another day to live. Another day to maybe live for Christ. To impact Him. And to impact others. Love you guys. We'll catch you in another episode. Bye-bye. I don't want- Just someone that's new I speak my mind so free So you could hear the truth